Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 24, man, 24. Can you believe it? Um, I'm really excited for you know what we've got in store for the rest of this year. Um, Ella Anakoya's episode was super awesome. I know you guys were blessed. And today's is going to be amazing as well. And then even just looking into the next, you know, two weeks, we've got a lot of amazing content. A lot of great episodes are on their way as well. So get excited, everybody. My guest today, guys, I, I've been so blessed with him. Um, you know, he was, we, we had him on Elijah streams back when we were in the studio. And my wife and I both, we were in the studio with him and uh, really blessed. And so, um, he was definitely on my my short list of people that I wanted. Um, so without any further ado, my guest today um, is a just a powerful prophetic voice. He's an incredibly gifted preacher, um, and he's also the lead pastor along with his wife, Brooke, uh, for Ramp Church Chattanooga in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Let's welcome my guest today, Andrew Tao. So hey, man. good to be with you, Jeff. Yeah, did I say Chattanooga right? Is you that right? Right, and you oh. pronounce Tao right. So you, oh. you, you're, you got an A today. You double get whammy. A. I'm, I'm, yeah, double whammy. So, um, well, so there's uh, some people. Obviously, you've been a, a longtime contributor to the Elijah list. Um, but uh, why don't you, if there's, you give a little bit of an intro of of who you are, maybe a little bit of your background for those people that maybe don't know who you are. Sure. Well. Um, first of all, a lover of Jesus. Uh, you know, I grew up in a pastor's home, so uh, I don't remember a time that I never that I didn't serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. However, I got filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost when I was four years old and I received my prayer language. And uh, it kind of made me just a radical kid. I, I just I started prayer meetings in my bedroom. Uh, me and the Holy Ghost would meet together. And uh, when I was four and five years old. And it just put me on a, a pursuit of more of God, more and more of God. So uh, I started traveling and singing when I was 12 years old. Uh, I began to homeschool and went on the road singing. And uh, then I uh, went on the road preaching. I started preaching uh, the word I didn't want to preach. I wanted to sing. Uh, I really? didn't want to uh, preach or pastor things that I did not want to do. The Lord then called me to do so. Don't ever say you're not going to do something because <laughs> then the Lord will challenge you to do that. He tends to um, do that. Yeah. Yes. And so uh, then I married my wife, my uh, wife. We've been married now 14 years wow. and uh, going on 15. Nice. And uh, we have two kids and we pastor a church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And so uh, I'm happy to be with you today. I love the Elijah list, yeah. Elijah streams, and now Elijah fire. I love uh, the fire of the Holy Ghost, and I'm excited mm. about this broadcast today. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. So a, a question that I had just sort of as an offshoot question, I was just thinking about it. It's because yesterday with Ella Anakoya, she described herself as a prophetic watchman. And so I had her kind of explain that. I found that really interesting. Is there anything specifically, obviously you're a preacher, is there a specific way that you you would kind of title a specific title you have or the way you would describe yourself where you kind of fit in what would you what would you say i would describe that uh that would be a accurate title um for being i think you know god has called us to be a watchman uh mm-hmm. one of the ways that the lord really uses me is to announce new seasons 
mm-hmm. uh, uh, to know the times and the things that, that God is doing, uh, just the shifting in the atmosphere. I didn't realize that until several years in my ministry. And I was like, Lord, you're speaking to me specifically about your people, about what you're doing in this hour uh, and really kind of announcing new seasons. One of the things uh, that the Lord kind of revealed that to me is when he gave me a message called prophetic announcement. And uh, he began to teach me throughout the word of God. There's a principle in the word of God that he announces things. Uh, He begins to speak and he announces and, and declares the coming of the Lord. He always sends a messenger beforehand to announce the season. And so one of my purposes is to really equip the body and to really just clearly and, and with a clear sounding voice to announce the season and the arrival of something that is new, something mm-hmm. that God is doing in this season so that we don't miss it. Because God doesn't desire for us to go around in circles chasing our tails. He mm-hmm. desires for us to move out in the times and the seasons mm-hmm. and receive all that God has for us. That's good. That's good, man. That's so good. Well, let's jump right into it, man, because you have um, a really interesting um, prophetic vision. Um, and it's, it's the title here says Exposing Hell's Agenda. So let's just get into it. Well, you know, I was praying for this broadcast specifically. And by the way, thank you for having me on. I love yeah. you and your family uh, that that would have me to come. But uh, I was praying about exactly what what to share. Um, your assistant had written me and saying, you know, what what points would you like to talk about? And so I began to pray about it because I don't want to just talk about something that I want to talk about. I want to talk about what he wants to talk about. And so I was praying. I said, you know, Lord, what do you have for this generation? What are you saying exactly uh, in this hour? And he began to speak to me and he said, today's broadcast is, is purpose to expose hell's agenda against the body of Christ. He said, I want to expose hell's agenda. You know, last weekend uh, I was getting to bed on Saturday night and I was trying to go to sleep uh, because sometimes I'll pray right before I go to bed. And, and I'm a person of fire. So when I, when I uh, pray, I get excited. It's not, you know, laying me down to sleep kind of prayer. It's kind of an yeah. authoritative kind of prayer. Yeah. And so I was trying to get to sleep and I was almost asleep. I mean, it was so close to sleep. And uh, the Lord t- took me into a vision. And he showed me something unusual. I've never seen this before, but he showed me uh, just little strips of fabric, like squares of fabric. And they looked like uh, uh, scattered all different kinds of, of fabric. And I saw these hands that were taking these pieces of fabric and they began to knit them together. And it looked like they were making a blanket or a, a patch quilt of some mm-hmm. sort. Yeah. And these patches, uh, Jeff, they had voices. And when they were being picked up, they began to speak. And uh, I suddenly knew the names of some of them. Some of them were discouragement. Some of them uh, were depression, uh, suicide, uh, infirmity, all these different ones that were being picked up. And when they were being picked up and knitted together with the other fabrics, they were a screaming, a screeching noise. Uh, I know this sounds different, but stay with me. They were screeching a, a, a sound and they were saying, we don't want to go. We want to blanket the body of Christ. We like covering 
the body of Christ. And the Lord began to speak to me. And he said, that is hell's agenda. Right now, we are in an hour where the enemy wants to cover. He wants to block. He wants to blanket the body of Christ with discouragement, mm. with depression, with being overwhelmed, come on, with, with wanting to give up, with, with wanting to just forfeit what God, this is too hard. I can't take it anymore. See, those demonic spirits know exactly what they're doing. They didn't want to go. They wanted to blanket the body of Christ. Mm. And he said, Andrew, I want you to prophetically announce the spirits that are trying to cover the body of Christ and begin to declare to the body, come on, this is for you right now. He says, you have authority through the name of Jesus. He told me, he said, go rip off the cover. He said, he that the son hath set free is free indeed. Mm -hmm. Jesus died to give you the authority. That means you don't have to deal with being broken. You don't have to deal with being discouraged. Now we all face discouragement sometimes we all face with uh, uh you know different things of being attacked because the enemy see i love this scripture the enemy wants us this is his plan he wants us to forfeit god's plan because the word says that the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy that's his plan jesus said i came that you might have life and life more abundantly. That word abundantly means superior in quality. So the fact that Jesus came cancels out the assignment of the enemy. But he said, I put before you that you might. So that means a choice. I put before you life and death, now choose. And he says, but choose life. Mm -hmm. So he's saying saying to us right now that there is a a choice uh, that laid out before us that we can choose whether we're going to be overwhelmed. See, he can't steal, he can't kill, he can't destroy. All he can do is attack you so many uh, fronts on so many adversities, so many circumstances to where we say, I can't do it anymore. Being a pastor and, and being in ministry, I see so many people that have been under assault from the enemy mm, okay. to where they say, you know, I just can't do this anymore. I can't hope anymore. I can't pray anymore. I don't feel like coming to church anymore. I don't want to stand anymore. But the Bible tells us, having done all to stand, stand therefore. And when I saw this this fabric coming together and the demonic spirits were saying, I love to blanket the body of Christ. Mm. It was just this hellish voice saying, we love to cover up the body of Christ. Mm. See, there's a real devil out there. We're not saying this to glorify the devil Mm -hmm. because we have power and authority over him. The price that Jesus paid on the cross 2000 years ago, he took the keys to death, hell and the grave, and he's given them to you. Come on. That again to you. Mm -hmm. You have the keys of authority. Jesus has given you the keys. So if you're covered up with these thoughts of uh, of suicide, these thoughts of fear, these thoughts of, of being overwhelmed, these thoughts of just giving up, these thoughts of I can't do it anymore. See, I've come with a word for somebody to announce to you that you have power over the enemy. Come on. So I hate the plan and the plots and the schemes of the enemy because I have dealt with him. See, I went through depression for three years. Three years, I went through a hellish depression. I almost, I I came to the point, Jeff, where I I stopped eating. I I laid in bed for for days and weeks at a time. I I went through a a car accident 
and uh, I broke my pelvis and I could not walk for a year. So I was depending on my father to help me get up to go to the bathroom, all these different things. And when you're laid up in bed uh, like that, or you're in, in confinement in any way, the enemy has has a way of, of toying with your mind or, or putting thoughts in your mind. Yeah. I began to think about these thoughts and feeling overwhelmed and just dealing with this hellish depression. And I laid in bed for, for just about three years, left my house very few times in three years. I had blackened out my windows, spray painted some of them to, to black it out. And I, I had a nice home. My parents had, uh, my grandparents had, had left me an inheritance uh, and I had a nice home and I blackened out my windows and the windows I couldn't spray paint. I put aluminum full in them. Uh, I'm sure my neighbors hated that. <laughs> we did have codes in the neighborhood, but I didn't want light coming in. Mm. I, I didn't want anybody to be able to uh, see into my house. I had family members that would come and knock on the door or ring the doorbell. I'd unplugged all my phones because at that time we had house phones that, that you had <laughs> landlines. And I, yeah. I unplugged all my phones and uh, I refused to answer the door. In fact, I can remember many times um, hiding in my attic when people would ring the doorbell and I would hide in my attic so no one would know that I was home. Man. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you one thing, though. Thank God I had a praying grandmother. Uh, I love my grandmother. She's gone on to be with the Lord. But uh, I love her because uh, she was a woman of God. And I remember her coming to my house and I wouldn't open the door and she would bring a, a little church group of ladies uh, that she knew three or four of them would pile in her car and she would drive up in my driveway and I would see them uh, uh, through the cracks of the, the, the door and I would see them and they would stretch their hands out and I would see them praying and wow. calling me out of bondage. So any parents, uh, if your child is bound up or you have a prodigal son or daughter or someone that's dealing with depression, uh, you keep praying for them because your prayers stay in effect. Don't get discouraged because you don't see an immediate mm, result. Don't be discouraged because you don't see it breaking through right then. You keep standing, mm. having done all the stand because not one uh, prayer goes unheard. Not mm. one word that you speak goes unheard. And she would pull up into my driveway, Jeff. And honestly, at that time, it would make me mad. because I was just going to ask. Yeah. yeah, it would make me mad because in my thought process, I'm thinking, I just want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. I just want, you know, I just want some time. I just need time to myself. I don't want to, because that's what the enemy does is he wants to isolate us. Yeah, he does. Because he knows one can put a thousand to flight and yeah. two can put 10,000 to flight. Yeah. And there's power in agreement. So whenever you, the enemy begins working on you, the first thing he wants to do is to isolate you. Mm -hmm. can, I, can I just say right now, there's some people right now that you're dealing with fear. Mm. And and even, you know, we've seen since 2020, we have seen a really a pandemic of fear. Oh, we've seen on. the church rise up in fear. Yes. We've seen uh, the fear attack the body of Christ. And, and many of us uh, have dealt with with fear of, of of what is to come and the unknown and, and what's going on and, and, and what we're facing. That is of the enemy. Come on. The word come says. On. 
that Jesus said, I've not given you a spirit of fear for God has not given you a spirit of fear. The scripture says, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. Now, that word sound mind in the Greek means self-discipline. Now, I know that's going to blow some of your minds right there because we have to discipline our mind. We have to bring, the word says to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you do that? Well, I know the Lord taught me on this journey of depression. Uh, back to that testimony. He, yeah. I went through three years. I had wasted away. I was uh, wasted to about 130 pounds. Uh, and for a man that's my my height and frame, that's deathly low. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I just quit. I couldn't eat. I just stared at a wall. I couldn't sleep. Um, And Jeff, when I came to the end of my rope, and some of you today, you may be right there. You're at the end of your rope. Mm. You've dealt with something for so long. You've dealt with fear. You've dealt with anxiety. You've been dealing with depression. Uh, Whatever it is that you've been dealing with, whatever assignment from hell that has come against you, I'm ripping the cover off today to tell you that there is freedom in Christ. There is victory in Christ. And the roughest time, the the day of of all I can tell tell you, it was the closest thing to hell I ever want to get to. I I never want to go any closer than this, but. I laid in bed for three days straight and couldn't sleep. And I just stared at a wall. Now, as I said earlier, I I got filled with the Holy Ghost when I was four. I started prayer meetings in my room. I went on the road singing and preaching. Mm -hmm. And so I've always been able to hear God's voice. I've always been able. uh, The Lord taught me when I was very young uh, uh, how to get the presence of God, how to to. Uh, get the attention of God. And he would come. I remember times he would come into that bedroom and I would be scared to open my eyes because of what I would see because I knew he was there. But I went through this three-year period and I thought, God, I can't hear you. I, I'd, I would go to pray and it was like my prayers reached the ceiling mm-hmm. or, or I would go to read the Bible and like nothing was speaking nothing was jumping out at me you know i was like lord rebuke me i don't care whatever i just need to hear your voice and and i couldn't hear anything and and it was kind of the description of when job the word says that job began to to search for him because there's a time sometimes when you're going through something and you can't hear you can't see what's going through that's why uh, voices like the Elijah list and Elijah fire and Elijah streams is so important because there's sometimes your ears are blocked and, and, yep. and you're not able to hear because the circumstances are so pressing you. Right, yeah. And uh, I was in that time. And I remember telling the Lord, where are you? Where are you? Because I can't hear you. I, I, I've never not been able to hear your voice and I can't hear you, God rebuke me. If I've done something wrong, rebuke me. I don't understand what's going on. Mm. And I remember just at this point thinking about, Lord, what I I was just thinking, what's in my medicine cabinet Mm. that I can just take just to end this because I can't deal with this pain. Yeah. And, and, you know, before, uh, you know, anyone starts judging me, there's some things that you go through that really 
uh, you, you're, you're at the end of your rope. And some of you may be right there today. Yeah. You're at the end of your rope and you're thinking, if I can just end this pain, if I can just stop this, you know, if, if I can just uh, uh, take this or, or, you know, some of some people, you go to habits or addictions or, or different things just to numb the pain. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. I know what that's like. I've never had an addiction. I've, I, I've never dealt with those things. However, I've been at the end of my rope yeah. where I thought, God, I just want the pain to stop. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is, Jeff, I, I had on the television, on Christian television, and I hadn't heard a word of what they were saying or what they were doing uh, because I, my mind was consumed with how I could end this. Because I had these voices that were were speaking to me saying, you know, no one loves you. This world would be better without you. Uh, You're never coming out of this. You're just defective. This is your your lot in life. And, you know, all these tormenting thoughts. And and it was at the end of the song. If you know the song, it was a a very popular worship song uh, several years ago, The Days of Elijah. Mm. And I hadn't heard a word of the song. But at the end of the song. Uh, my friend Judy Jacobs was singing, there's no God like Jehovah. And she was pointing her finger in the camera. Mm. I hadn't heard any of the song, but when she sang that line, it hit my spirit. Wow. And for so long, nothing had hit my spirit. Mm-hmm. And I remember being so surprised. And, you know, I, I went and grabbed my Bible. This, this is the Bible. I've had this since I was 17 years old. And I remember grabbing this Bible and I went into my living room. And I began to cry out to the Lord. And I said, God, if you're really real. Now, see, I know some religious people can't handle that. Mm. You haven't you maybe you haven't had your faith shaken. Maybe Mm. you haven't gone through some circumstances that have shaken everything you've ever believed in. But at that moment, I was saying, God, the God that I've served, if you're really real, then I need for you to come and deliver me today. And Jeff, I can't tell you but how the presence of God filled Mm. that living room. And that day, Jesus set me free from depression. He set me free from being overwhelmed. And he opened my ears to where I began to hear his voice again. I Mm. just sense right now that some people, and you're saying, but my ears are blocked. Right now, we come into agreement. And we say for your spirit ears to be open, Mm -hmm. for you to begin to hear the voice of God clearly, for you to begin to discern between the voice of the enemy and the voice of God. Mm. You know, when he began to to set me free, that doesn't mean the enemy didn't come back because he did. (laughs) He tried to bring that back Mm. upon me. Yeah. I I remember where I was. I was in Walmart and I was pushing my grocery cart and he began to say those those thoughts begin to to come up into my mind. You know, you're you're never be good enough. God doesn't love you. Uh, no, the world would be so much better without you. And all those tormenting thoughts began to, to start coming up in my mind. And I, mm-hmm. then I heard the voice of God that trumpets everything of the voice of the enemy. Yeah. And he said, Andrew, I will never say to you anything that is contrary to my word, mm-hmm. but you need to take authority 
And I'm kind of a, a prophetic act kind of person. You know, I, I, yeah. I have to do things sometimes. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> you know, so I can be uh, very animated at times. And, and so right in the middle of Walmart, uh, I began to take authority. And I said, I take authority over the lies of the enemy. I'm pushing my cart down the frozen food <laughs> section. I'll never forget. It. I said, I take authority. Good. I am. I am blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. I'm highly favored of God and man. The blood of Jesus speaks for me. I have the mind of Christ. I take authority over mm-hmm. every tormenting thought. I bind it and I speak the word of God. It is written. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and by the word of my testimony. Come on, you, the devil's not playing with you. We can't play with him. That's right. It's time to expose hell's agenda and uh, call forth those that will awaken, those that will come and triumph over the enemy. He said, I have given to you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. He said, whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven you have not child of god you have not been left powerless you are loaded with weaponry of the enemy you are an overcomer and so i began to push my grocery cart and i began to take authority that day and the lord taught me a principle right there and i want to reveal it right now on this broadcast because i believe some of you are going to receive victory right now oh yeah in the comment section i just want you to to type it out and begin to declare uh, what God is doing in you because uh, we want to partner with you and come into agreement. But that day he said, Andrew, I've not come to give you a spirit of fear. And I want to announce to the world today, he has not come. Jesus did not pay the price that he paid for us to have a spirit of fear. Come on. For us to live in anxiety and yeah. be anxious yeah. and be constantly thinking what is going. Let me tell you, God is still in control. He has not mm-hmm. fallen off the throne. He is in control and he knows exactly what is going on. And he's already made a way of escape for you. Your steps have been ordered of the Lord. The word says he has not given given you a spirit of fear, but of power. Come on. It's hard to walk in fear and walk in power. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Power, love, and a sound mind. Mm. That means self-discipline. That means bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That means when you have a, a crazy thought hit your mind, you bring it into captivity and you throw it down. You say, I rebuke that thought. I'm not going to dwell on that thought. I'm not going to imagine that thought. I'm not going to just fantasize about that thought. No, you begin to bring it into captivity. When Mm -hmm. the enemy comes in and says, well, you know, this this is spreading or, or what if you don't have money to do this? Or what if everything gets so bad? Or what if your husband leaves you or everybody's rejected you? What if they walk out the door? These thoughts start plaguing your mind. Mm -hmm. And what if you don't have a job next week? All these thoughts start plaguing your mind. You begin to take a Authority. Come on, you have authority through Christ Jesus. You begin to take authority over those thoughts. You bring them into captivity. That's not what the word says, just as Jesus did when he was in the desert and the enemy came in. He began to declare, it is written. I remind you of the word of God. It is written. It is written. Come on, that's one of my new favorite phrases. I begin to say to the devil, all through 2020, it is written. It is written. It is written. I'm saying it now. It is written. 
written. Come on. You have power and authority. You know, Paul told Timothy, war with your prophecies. That's why I don't come into agreement with people that say, you know, put a prophecy on a shelf somewhere and just see if it comes to pass. No, you got to pull that thing out. Got to begin to declare, this Mm -hmm. is what God says about me. This is what God has said about my future. This is what God has said about my body. This is what God has said about this generation. You begin to declare the words of the Lord and you fight a good warfare. See, I believe, Jeff, that that in this hour, in fact, I'm about to release a word on this uh, coming up this, probably this week. I believe this hour, God is raising up warriors. We mm. are passing the, the playtime church. Uh, mm-hmm. We are passing. We are coming out of, of just make me feel good. Let me get in 45 minutes and out. Uh, you know, no, the gifts of the spirit are making a comeback in Come the on. church. Why? Good. Because we've got to have them. We've mm-hmm. got to ha- hear the voice of God. We've got to despise not prophesying. We've got to hear and see the the power of God in demonstration. He said, we're living in a day and an hour. Hear me. I want to speak to even the younger generation. I do a lot of youth conferences. I I begin to speak to them and say, listen, it's not about the pizza party. I'm not against pizza. I love pizza. Me too. Yeah. Party. It's not about the, the, the Nintendo games or, or whatever. I'm not mm-hmm. against those. Yeah. Just bought one for my son. I'm not against any of those mm-hmm. things. But I'm telling you, when you go to the house of God, you are going there to be equipped for mm-hmm. battle. You That's are good. going there to be an overcomer. You're not going there to hear a, a patty cake message of feeling good about yourself and your sin. No, Jesus came to free you from sin, to free you from bondage, and he left you loaded to rise up. There are some some warriors rising up on the scene in this hour. We are living in exciting times. Mm, this isn't on. a time for us to pull the covers over our head and say, oh, it's so bad. You know, everything will be great. When I was a little boy growing up, uh, they sing, they used to sing old hymns that would say, you know, what a day of rejoicing when we get over yonder and all these things. Listen, we're here now and Jesus wants you to rejoice now. Jesus wants you to live in victory now. He mm-hmm. wants you to rule and reign now. Mm-hmm. He wants you to come into everything that God has promised. He hasn't left you forgotten or forsaken. Right. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Just shout right there. That's a good place for you <laughs> just to shout wherever you are. Mm-hmm. He said, I have left you loaded. He said, "We there are warriors. This generation is going to be a generation like never before that know how to fight the devil and know how to overcome, know how to walk in victory because they're not looking for a pizza party. They are looking for the supernatural power of God. You know, uh, it's funny because so many times people will say, uh, you know, I went to a pastor's conference and and actually they were teaching pastors. you know, don't use the gifts of the spirit. I'm paraphrasing here, but because it it will offend visitors and they won't come back. So maybe have it one service a month where you, you know, pray for the sick or, or, or you speak oh, in other tongues or you prophesy or whatever. And, and I was so grieved uh, in that conference. And, you know, I really went and fell on my knees before the Lord. And I said, you know, Lord, I don't want to be an old wineskin or I don't want to miss what you're doing now. If, you know, if this is how you're moving, show me. And he began to speak to me. He said, "Uh, Andrew, will you close the door to me too? 
And I said, Lord, I don't ever want to close the Mm. door for you. Because you know why? There are churches and ministries and people, saints of God, that have closed the door to the Holy Spirit. We don't want that. That makes us uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we don't understand tongues. We don't understand casting out devils. Yeah. We don't understand prophecy. Well, mm-hmm. Why are people flocking to movies about the supernatural? Yeah. But yet we, we don't want to, we might offend a visitor. No, the world is hungry for a genuine move of the Holy Spirit. Right. They don't want something mm-hmm. manufactured, but they want something that is genuine. Yeah. And he spoke to me and he said, the, the gifts of the spirit are making a comeback in the church. In fact, we're going to see warriors that know how to fight the devil. In fact, Jeff, I believe that, that Elijah lists and streams have started Elijah fire because God is raising up a remnant. He is raising up a generation that know how to stand in the face of adversity, but they're not going to be plagued by fear. They're not going to be plagued by the giants that have been mocking God and the giants that have been uh, causing even the church to run in fear. They're going to stand and they're going to say, no, this is the hour. I was born for such a time is this i am going to stand up because god Mm -hmm. has equipped me and we're going to bring down every giant of the enemy i just hear the lord saying right now giants are falling giants are falling on this broadcast giants of fear are falling giants of anxiety is falling giants that have been mocking your god there is a real god i can tell you with all assurity because i am a living proof there is a real god There is a real God that delivered me of depression. There is a real God that delivered me of seven many strokes when they said I might Mm. not ever speak clearly again. My God delivered me. Now there is no sign that I ever had a stroke. And I'm speaking pretty clearly right now. I want you to know I am evidence. I am evidence that there is a true God and that he heals, he saves, and he delivers. Whatever you're going through today, God is able to deliver you. Mm -hmm. He has sent me on this broadcast to Mm -hmm. tell you, you are a part of the remnant. He -hmm. is calling you up out of depression. He is calling you up out of fear. He is calling you out of anxiety. This is the hour for you to rise up, warriors of God. Oh, man. This is the hour. Man. Yes, dude. <laughs> Come on. And I just think, like, going back to your testimony really quick, um, of I think that there's a, a t- in many ways, it seems like there's a taboo within the church sometimes, or at least there has been in the past where I've heard sometimes people in older generations condemning people who maybe are dealing with anxiety or are crippled by fear. And I don't know if you have any insight into this, but I've always kind of looked at it and seen, well, different things affect different generations. There are different things that they have to overcome. And one of the things that you had mentioned was that, um, uh, that there's, uh, that there's an, the enemy has plagued this generation with a spirit of fear. And that's something that I've noticed, even just in the millennial generation and the Gen Z. Um, do you have any insight into that as to why? I mean, I, I, you obviously kind of did get into it a little bit about raising up warriors. but I believe yeah. that's exactly the reason why. Um, you know, and, and funny thing is when I first came out of that depression, I went through one year of time because the Bible says our mind is renewed by the word of God. So for one year, all I did was 
study the word of God. Mm. And I mean, I listened to it on my, uh, my, in my car. I watched it on television. I didn't watch any television. I didn't, you know, I, I'm not coming against that, but I was mm. desperate. I, I didn't want to ever go back to that place. And I knew my mind was renewed by the word. Mm -hmm. So I was putting it in. I can remember uh, listening to different preachers as I was uh, eating food to go or whatever. The Lord had separated me uh, to, to him during that time. And I remember coming out and, and uh, one of the first times that the Lord had me come back and minister it was kind of nerve wracking because like I said, I went through three years of depression. So I wasn't ministering during that time. And then I went through one year of just filling myself up with the word. Now mm -hmm. I was preaching to the dog. I was preaching to anything <laughs> that moved, but you know, it was a little, um, there was a little anxiety there uh, of getting back. And so I shared my testimony uh, of how that uh, the Lord brought me out of depression and, and, and you know, going through a, uh, facing a suicidal spirit and and all of these things. And I remember uh, an older church lady came to me after the service and we saw many people that were set free that day. But I remember an older lady came to me and she meant well, but she came mm -hmm. to me and she said, uh, you may not want to show uh, share that testimony anymore because people are going to think that you're and she pointed to her finger. I knew she was <laughs> crazy. Uh, and I told I thought about it for a second. I said, you know what? No, this is, I try to work it in every message I can yeah. because the Bible says we overcome by the blood of the lamb, by the That's word right. of our testimonies. That's right. We are more than conquerors come through on. Christ Jesus. Yeah. So I'm not just going to conquer this myself. I've come to set someone else free. I'm called mm -hmm. to set someone else to be a conqueror. And, and so there is that, uh, you know, uncomfortableness or that, that, that label that sometimes an older generation may put on that because maybe that wasn't discussed or talked about. But I believe in this generation, uh, we have so many methods of com communication. I mean, my goodness, you can go on Facebook or, or you know everybody's thoughts and opinions for the good and the bad. Sometimes you, yeah. just keep things to themselves. <laughs> but uh, I, I think there's a lot more openness in this generation that mm -hmm. we're living in to where, uh, you know, we're not particularly... Uh, it, it, we don't put on religious faces as much as mm -hmm. previous generations uh, probably did. And there's mm -hmm. not as much, uh, um, you know, pushback against, you know, mental health or, or counseling or different things or talking about demonic spirits that plague people's minds. Mm -hmm. So thankfully, we've had a lot more teaching and progressive uh, uh, teaching on that subject. So yeah. I don't think it's as much a taboo uh, in yeah. this generation, thankfully, because yeah. well, I think, yeah, and I think even um, I, I've noticed a lot of people in the older generations now as a result, feeling more free. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who are in some of those older generations that are saying, yeah, I do feel more free to kind of voice those things where it's like, sometimes there's things that are there, but you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to, I know for myself, you know, when I was a, you know, a young Christian, I was very much so of that mentality, even where I would, you know, things would come my way. And rather than combating them, I would just try to ignore them. I wouldn't combat them with scripture. I would just be like, no, I'm not supposed to be that. I'm supposed to be this. And, and then it just, it was like, just heaping on me, you know, more and more and more. And I mean, eventually years of that compounded. And in 2019, a lot of people know 
that I had this like huge bout with anxiety and I've been blessed as a result of my testimony of how God helped me overcome that. He brought people along the way to help me. And one of those people was you And and, you know, like you were saying how you had overcome these things, but they started to come back because yeah. Satan doesn't want Satan's a definitely a sore loser and he doesn't want us to be victorious. And God used your testimony. And I remember in the studio afterwards, I was like, Hey man, can you pray for me and my wife? Um, and that was, I mean, you were instrumental in God using you in my life and my wife's life as well. So guys, I mean, like be expectant. I'm going to have you, you pray once again for people at the end of this, um, be expectant. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. There's power in his testimony. He speaks from a place of authority. I think that's obvious to everybody. <laughs> um, and it's just, he bears the testimony of what Jesus did in him. And that's a beautiful thing. And just in even reading the notes today, um, and I told you this before the show, I had been experiencing, I didn't read the notes until today, right before we did the show. And I'd been experiencing tons of spiritual warfare. And I was just like, what is going on? And then I read the notes and I was like, that's why. Because um, it's not uncommon for me to experience that level of um, spiritual warfare in preparation sort of for uh, an episode that I think is going to be really monumental um and people yeah. you guys are being set free some of you are still a puddle of tears right now because of things that the lord broke off of you um and i just man it's amazing and uh yeah yeah i just well, i know, can't thank you enough well you know thank you you know i'm writing a new book right now and it has to do with kind of what i'm talking about today kind of uh you know god calling up warriors yeah. and uh during that writing of the book, I've, I've faced unusual warfare. So the enemy uh, recognizes when God is moving. And so what he does is try to combat, combat that mm -hmm. with attacks and thoughts and plans, mm -hmm. just like that, that blanket that I saw in that vision yeah. was being weaved. But the good news is that Jesus has given us the authority. And I, I believe right now that, that there are those that Jesus saying to you, I have come to set you free. Mm. You know, uh, one other thing I'd like to share with you, yeah, and please. then I'll pray whenever you want me to yeah, pray. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, uh, was the Lord showed me this principle in the life of, of David. David was a young man. He was a, a young boy. And and we most mostly know him as the king. We know him uh, for David and Goliath. That's what he's famous for. Uh, but I, I was looking at that scripture because I preached on his life probably more than anybody else other than Jesus, of course. But, man, I love him because he's a worshiper and a warrior. And I'm a worshiper. And now I, you know, I'm a warrior. Yeah. So I love his life. But, uh, you know, in that battle where Goliath is going forth and see, we're in an hour where Goliath and giants are mocking our God. They're saying you're defeated. You're going down. There's no way you're rising up out of this. Some of you personally are dealing with this right now. I know the church at large has been dealing with this. Uh, the, the giants going out night and day mocking God. But, but it says that, that uh, the word says that the, 
the children of Israel under the leadership of Saul. Now, Saul, we know his fallen leadership. He was demon possessed. So that tells you uh, the condition of those that were following him. But they had fallen away from God and fallen into sin. But they were hiding a fear because of uh, of this great giant. So every time that they would go hide in the caves and, and hide out and he would march day and night and, and yell these things against God, the more stronghold or uh, the more inroad that giant had to victory. And so the warriors of God were hiding out in fear until David came on the scene and he heard this giant. He's a young boy, but he hears this giant mocking God. See, I believe there's a generation of young people that are rising up that are going to say, no, my God is real. I don't have to listen to this. I don't have to put up with it. I'm not going to be indoctrinated with this. We are rising up on the scene. And David said, "To is there not a cause? He said, how dare you? I've delivered a, a lion and a bear and I, I've won the victory. And he said, I will not allow this uncircumcised Philistine. That means out of covenant person, this giant mocking God saying there's not a God in Israel. And so We know the story, I don't have time to preach it all today, but he hears this and this awakens something in David. This stirs up. And I believe this broadcast is going to wake up something in some warriors right now and say, I don't have to play patty cake Christian. Mm -hmm. I don't have to just deal with life as usual. I don't have to deal with this pandemic of fear and this this spirit of fear that has plagued uh, my life. I don't have to cut to get relief. I don't have to fall into a a defiled bed and, and, uh, Uh, commit acts that I don't want to do. No, there's freedom for you. I believe some Davids are rising up on the scene, agents of awakening. Mm -hmm. And so David went out and we know the story. He took a slingshot and he he brought down Goliath. Then he ran to him. I love it where it says he ran to him and he stood on Goliath. See, that was his platform. God was elevating him naturally and spiritually. And he took Goliath's own sword and cut his head off. See, I believe that the sword of the enemy that has been used against many of you, I prophesy this to you right now. The sword that has come to intimidate you, Mm -hmm. the sword that has come to make you run and hide and fear. No, you're coming out with a testimony Mm -hmm. and you're going to cut the head of the giants. I prophesy today, Mm -hmm. giants Mm -hmm. are falling in the name of Jesus. Giants are falling in your life. And David stood his head and cut the head off of Goliath. You know what happened? That's when the army of God awakened. And the word said in in verse 52 of chapter 17 of 1 Samuel, that the men of Israel and Judah began to pursue after all the Philistines until they slayed them. I tell you today that there are some agents of awakening. I believe there's some Davids that are rising on this scene in this hour Mm -hmm. that are going to say, this is my time. This is my moment. Yeah, there were the Davids of that generation. And yes, there's pioneers of other generations, but this is the day that I am to rise up on the scene and I am the one. Somebody right now, you are the one God is speaking to. You don't have any more time to waste. He said, this is the hour for you to bring down your Goliath. He said, this is the time you have the key of authority. You have the key of David. He said, this is the hour for you to wake up and not only you to wake up, for you to awaken a generation 
generation, for you to awaken a people. And Jeff, I just released that word over you. Mm-hmm. I believe what you are doing right now, that God is calling you to be an awakener, to, to mm-hmm. be a, an agent of awakening. Mm-hmm. And he said, not only are you being uh, set free, not only have you been set free, yeah. but he's going to use your voice to set others free. He's Amen. going to use your platform to set others free. Mm-hmm. Awakening happened the minute that David arrived, rose up and said, is there not a cause? And then he ran out to battle and he brought down Goliath with something that looked foolish to the world. See, God will use foolish things to confound the wise. Mm-hmm something that looked foolish. He cut the head off and immediately, come on, the whole army of Israel began to awaken and they pursued. It was like their eyes were suddenly open. See, that's what God does is God will raise up a voice. And I believe in this hour, many Davids are arising on the scene because God needs us in this hour because of the enemy has come out with not a patty cake attack. He's come out with an onslaught of destruction. Mm-hmm. He has come out with an onslaught uh, of warfare against the people of God and against this generation. But this is the hour we are going to see victory. This is the hour we are going to see a demonstration of the power of God like never before. And we are going to see mighty signs, wonders, and miracles. We are going to see revival break forth and awakening happen like we have never seen before. Uh, God's already shown me in the spirit. Mm. Get ready for it to happen. Get mm. ready to see it. Get That's ready so to be a part. I don't want to just see it. I want to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I, I mean, definitely it, there's something about this next year that I've just been feeling very there's people that God is, I mean, that's what this word you gave is so timely too, because I've been feeling, I've been sharing this with people that I just have really been feeling like God is positioning people. He's putting people on platforms like myself. Um, but I was even talking to, um, I don't know if you know who Krista Bullock is. She's Robin Bullock's daughter. And she's wanting to do a, uh, start a YouTube. She's been playing around with it. I said that people need this with what is about to happen people need you what you have and then it turns out that an anonymous donor gave her a bunch of money to to start a youtube um and so i just i really feel like that with anybody who's feeling that stirring within you where you're like i i am called to different i'm called to more like this is for you you can take take a hold of this now yeah um and I just, man, I just, I've, I've, I've been feeling just like God's presence, like the whole time, man, it's just like, God. This, is, this is good. This is really good. So, um, we get a couple more minutes. So why don't you just, just praise you feel led for the people, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to come into agreement with you right now because there is power in agreement. You know, the Holy spirit knows no bounds. So even though I'm not in your room physically, the Holy spirit is there. And so we come into agreement right now. Remember that day I was set free in my testimony. It was through having a Christian television on in the background. I wasn't even listening to it. But then the Holy Spirit, he didn't know any bounds to airwaves. He didn't know any bounds to 
to where I was sitting or what I was going through. He began to minister. And I believe that is being released into your home, into your schools, into your your car. Even uh, I hear the Lord saying, even at your workplace, some of you right now, the Holy Spirit is just rising up and you're saying, I need to shut this down and shut this off because I don't want to be embarrassed right here at my workplace. Let the Holy Spirit move upon you uh, because right now it's the day of salvation. Now is the time that God is moving. I hear the Lord saying he's moving many into a now season. Mm. Some of you have been on delay. What I mean by that, it's like your life has been on pause. It's like you've been in a delay mode and you look around you and you see others that are progressing and you see others that are running on in the things of God and you say, God, what is going on? I just feel like I've been going around the same mountain. I hear the Lord saying he is bringing you out of delay. He is hitting you into a forward motion. The word says that he will restore the years that the locust, the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, the great army has eaten. The waster has eaten. The years that have been wasted are being restored to you. When God restores something, he makes it so much better than it was before. See, God will set you right back in the position of where you should be. Some of you right now, you say, I need some, some seasons restored. I need some opportunities restored. I missed it. The good thing about God, one of the many great things about God is that when we go left and we should have gone right, the word says he will make crooked places straight. Mm. He will correct those areas where we've missed him and he will lead us along the path. So right now we come into agreement. God, I come into agreement and I attack the spirit of fear right now. I command the spirit of fear that has come against many in this hour right now. They're, they're, they're being uh, just plagued uh, by fear of what is happening. And, and this is, uh, I've never seen this before and this is uncomfortable. I come against that spirit right now. It's a spirit of fear. It's not an emotion. It's a spirit that that we cannot play around with because I hear the Lord saying right now that it's impossible to walk in fear and walk in faith. Faith is what pleases God. So you've got to get out of fear so you can walk in faith. So we take authority over that Mm -hmm. spirit. We take authority over it. And I I just sense I'm praying, but I sense right now to to tell this story. I remember when I was dealing with something and I was dealing with uh, a spirit of fear, I went and opened my front door and I began to say, any spirit that's not the Holy Spirit, I command you to get out of my home. And then I took oil and I began to to anoint my doorpost of every uh, entryway into my home. And I said, this is a holy place. So some of you need to do a prophetic act and begin to anoint your doorpost, begin to anoint your desk. If it's a desk, you're feeling that fear or anxiety. Uh, uh, Turn off the television. Come on. Turn off the television of what you're feeding your spirit. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Because the Bible says that, that what you hear, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Fear comes by hearing too. Doubt comes by hearing too. So we've got to be careful what voice we give a voice a voice into our lives. We've got to shut some things down. So That's I good. come into agreement right now. Mm-hmm. I'm praying God that you will expose the enemy. You will show every entry point. You will show how the enemy has come against their mind. And I say no more. We will not give way to the fear. We will not give way to doubt. We will not give uh, permission to the enemy to come against us in our mind, will, and emotions. I thank you, Lord, that you said we don't walk by 
faith. We walk by faith and not by sight or by what we feel or what our emotions are. But we walk according to your word. So I release the word of God over your people. I say God has a plan for you. Every assignment of the enemy has now been exposed. He told me to come on this broadcast and rip the, the, the cover off of the hell's agenda. So I rip the cover. This plaguing spirit of fear and anxiety, it breaks today and it never is to return. Don't give a voice to it. Don't give access to it. You have the authority in the name of Jesus. It breaks today. Depression breaks today. Anxiety breaks today. The lies and torment of the enemy breaks today in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord, for strengthening them. I thank you even now for sending forth your ministering angels, your ministering spirits to minister to them, to to, to strengthen them. Even as you did to the prophet uh, uh, after uh, he fled from Jezebel, you sent ministering angels to strengthen him. Even to Jesus, you sent ministering angels after he was in the desert. I thank you right now for sending ministering spirits to your people. I thank you new strength. I call forth new strength in you. I call, yeah, I'm talking to you. I call forth new strength in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord. The Davids are arising on the scenes that's going to bring awakening to the armies of God. They're bringing awakening to the people of God. This is our finest hour where your glory is going to be seen, where your Glory is going to be seen and all will know that there is a true and living God that Mm -hmm. still heals, saves and delivers in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Woo. Yeah, man. Man, wasn't that great, everybody? Like this is this is exactly I just I knew this was going to happen. I just was like, I, I just. Just reading through your notes, man. I just like I was like teary eyed, like the whole time. I've actually been teary eyed most of this episode because it just like God's love for His people is so immense, and it's so beyond what our minds can even comprehend. And it's just like everybody that's been touched, like know that that God's love for you is so great. And uh, man, I just mm, yes, and He's just getting people ready, and I just feel like lately it just has felt like the enemy has been kind of weighing people down too. Cause it's like this, it's almost like he knows he's lost. I mean, he does know he's lost. And so he's like, all right, fine. I know I can't stop this move of God, but I'm, but I'm going to make you go into it miserable. You're going to go into it, it sick. You're going to go into it That's tired it. and fatigued and stressed, and you're going to miss a portion of it. And you're going to, and that's not, God says, no, Yes. God says, no, he gets the last word and he says, no. Yes. And so, I just, amen, man. It's powerful. You know, Galatians 6, 9, one of my favorite scriptures. Grow not, don't grow weary and well-doing. For in due season, you will reap if you faint not. So that's important because it says, in due season, you will reap. So right before the season of reaping, right before the season of breakthrough, right before the season of harvest, the temptation to faint, to quit, to quit doing what's right, to quit doing what's good. Quit studying, quit praying. All that comes against you. And so I believe that your next step is going to be a step into a move of God. Your next mm-hmm. step is going to be a step into harvest like you've never experienced mm-hmm. before. Yeah. In Jesus' name, don't grow weary in well-doing. Mm. You're going you're gonna to reap. Amen. 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 
Andrew, God bless you, man. This has been so great. Thank um, you so much for having me. Yeah. I, I'm, I've been blessed by this broadcast. I'm blessed by your yourself and your wife. Uh, Thanks, just man. blessed by the Elijah streams. Yeah. You know, you guys support this ministry because it truly is going mm. to the, the nations of the world. And it is touching so many lives. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Andrew, how can people follow you? Uh, I'm on Facebook. I have the Andrew Tao page. That's T-O-W-E. Uh, also uh, on YouTube. Um, let me see. Also Instagram, uh, right? Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Instagram, Facebook. My website is andrewtao.org. And also the Elijah List. Uh, we, we release words frequently on the Elijah List. Mm -hmm. So uh, those are all avenues that I would love for you guys to, to come and check out the ministry. There's a link in the description to every single one of those things you mentioned. Also, uh, talk about your book a little bit because it released the like the day before when you came into the studio, right? It was the yes. day before? Yeah. Yes. So talk uh, about that a little bit. It's called The Triple Threat Anointing, The Supernatural Power of Healing, Salvation, and Deliverance. It's uh, It started out as an encounter with Jesus that I had where uh, he showed me a coming movement that's that's I believe it's we're on the precipice of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're, we're seeing it happen now where salvation, healing, and deliverance begins to break out. And then he went and taught yeah. me in the word that everywhere Jesus went, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And so we don't need to be scared of deliverance or, or, or scared of healing uh, and just focus on salvation or just focus. God wants to the triple threat anointing for every believer to be filled with this anointing and flowing in it so we can see lives transformed. It's available to you. And so uh, I, I wrote that book and I'm thrilled with what God is doing through it. I receive testimonies all the time. Oh, so if you haven't great. gotten it, uh, get it wherever books are sold. Yeah, we have a link in the description, guys. You can click right there and you could buy it right now. So bless Andrew that way. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to his YouTube. Show him some love. Link is in the description as well. So um, but that's our show. So guys, um, be blessed. I'm just so excited. I know that some of you are walking in like new levels of victory that you've never felt or you never thought that you'd be delivered from and you've been delivered and go pray for other people. Go lay hands on other people and pray for other people and encourage them. And I want to encourage everybody to like, if this blessed you, send this to other people. Like after some of you have been having this barrage of, of enemy attacks and you felt it lift for the first time it, all year, send it to other people. Um, God bless you guys. Talk to you guys later. See you next week. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.